Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Hello, I'm Maria Cole. I grew up in Arlington Street Church. I went to Sunday school here under the leadership of John Marsh and Susan Tresh Feinberg. I sang in the junior choir under the direction of Fran Lawrence. I made my stage debut in this sanctuary as a lamb and as a dove. Later, I worked my way up to a bratty child tourist in Of the I Sing. I assure you, it was a huge stretch. I participated in the youth-led Christmas Eve services. I voted in the church election that made the decision to invite Kim as our minister. Both my sister and I were married here in this sanctuary. And with the help of ASC family, the three of us celebrated my mother's life. We even managed to shock the congregation by hanging the old wooden cross above the pulpit during her memorial service. Today, when ASC members find out I grew up calling Arlington Street my church, they often ask, what was that like? I always find it a little difficult to answer that question because I don't quite know what to compare it to. But I feel it's reasonably, uh, I feel reasonably confident saying, I grew up thinking differently than most Bostonians my age. You see, things happen in this church that we consider acceptable and even normal that don't happen in other places. And when these things take place during your formative years, they shape who you are and how you perceive the truth. Every holiday season, ASC used to have a miracle pageant as one of the Advent services. Jerry Horton usually directed, and seen as how she lived downstairs, I was often involved. It, every year it was different, and every year it was memorable. I remember Robin Williams belly dancing down the aisle to Edeo, oh, oh. The Sunday school usually did Noah, and we sang the floody, floody song. I remember seeing Mary McLean play God. The pulpit was bolt up, built up very high above its current height. My sister Liz made her a gold-trimmed toga and a golden headdress that the Statue of Liberty would have envied. Reverend Victor Carpenter liked playing Herod, and George Whitehouse, as Satan, carried him off to hell. No joke. George threw Victor over his shoulder in a fireman's hold and carried Victor screaming the length of the sanctuary. Did I mention that we thought this was normal? But it's more than the pageants and life passages that shape the way I think. When Jack Mendelson left Arlington Street, the church was broke. Perhaps spiritually, most certainly financially. For a few years, we had no minister because the church could not afford to pay a minister's salary. Arlington Street 
chose to have congregational-led worship. My mother, Larry Lemel, and Bob Wheatley took lay leadership to a new level. I'm sure there were more folks uh, too, but I was in Sunday school at the time, so I'm not sure who they all were. The idea that a church can strive without a minister makes a child believe in the power of the people. Bill Kuttner was my mother's tenant, a graduate student at MIT and a member of Arlington Street. I remember him asking with great excitement one day, who was doing the calculus on the tablecloth? My mom answered that it was most likely Grace Crowhurst. Yeah, that's right. The little old church ladies at my church do calculus. And not only that, but the need actually comes up during coffee hour. <laughs> Tilly Moore was an anthropologist who went to Korea. And one church lady started going to college once she became a senior citizen. She now had the time, and the classes were free to seniors. She went all the way to earn her PhD. It never occurred to me to question the social acceptability of a woman being smart and strong. My work as a park ranger forced me to take about a 15-year leave of absence while I worked on Sundays. When still living in Boston, I would often come to church at other times, including attended women, women's alliance functions, quilting bees, and evening classes. This included attending, and later teaching, the UU curriculum, Cakes for the Queen of Heaven. It's a curriculum which explores the role of female deities, the Virgin Mary, and the women in our own lives. I would like to close this story um, with a story about one of my reactions to something that happened away from Arlington Street Church, which makes my point that when you grow up in Arlington Street Church, you just think differently. I went to New Orleans the winter of 1989-1990 to work at Jean Lafitte National Historical Park and Preserve. Yeah, say that every time you pick up the phone. Three days before Christmas, the temperature dropped below freezing and the entire city came to a halt because with no basements, almost every pipe in the city had frozen. Plumbers and UPS guys were working round the clock. Two coworkers and I decided to attend the midnight mass at St. Louis Cathedral. Not having a hot shower and greatly underdressed, I attended this beautiful church. I entered this beautiful church for the first time. Like most Catholic churches of my acquaintance, there was a lot of guilt and a giant dead Jesus. But there was also something unusual in the back of the church. I saw a magnificent statue of Joan of Arc. During the priest's homily, he said something about the angel coming to Mary to talk with her about becoming the mother of Christ. I, w I wish I could remember exactly what he said because it caused such a powerful reaction in me. He said something about the Christmas story does not begin on the night that Jesus was born, but the Christmas story begins on the night Mary said yes. Now, intellectually, I know that this was a plug for life begins at conception, but that is not what I hear. I hear Mary said yes. She could have said no. Mary had the choice. Mary chose to say yes. She accepted the choice of being Christ's mother. Did I mention cakes for the queen of heaven? 
That is where I learned that having choices is having power. What power Mary had. She could have said no. Growing up at Arlington Street Church must certainly shape my perspective on what happens in my life. I hope I never stop growing up here.